to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I'm pumped to have you here with me today because I know so many of you have been requesting this episode. Little do you possibly know that this is the second time that we've had this guest. Any guesses? Any guesses? Of course not. Today we have Emily Blanchard from Tasty As Fit on the podcast today. If you have followed me for a while and you are an OG listener and you are in the health and wellness space, you you love plant-dominant recipes, you love lifestyle, you love workouts, you maybe you're interested in kids someday. We have been very kid-centric, but not, not kid-centric, just realistic life as a mom. Anyways, Emily Blanchard is on the podcast today. She is a recipe developer. She has two grab-and-go storefront locations. She's in Columbia, South Carolina, as well as Greenville, South Carolina. She is a blogger and a lifestyle guru. She is very much focused on her family, but her recipes are honestly why people go to her social media. She has these ridiculous crack-like addiction ensuing Twix bars. She makes soups. She makes desserts. She does it all. She does bowls. Everything is colorful and healthful. And I am truly just so impressed by her. And she develops everything in her own kitchen, which is exciting. She started off uh, a number of years ago and then everything just snowballed into what is now Tasty as Fit, the grab and go storefront and smoothie bar. So let me just tell you, if you follow uh, Helen Hall from Hush Up and Hustle, if you follow anyone from Atlanta in the fitness industry or anyone from Columbia, you will absolutely know her name. And also, maybe you just know her because she's gorgeous and a badass and super kind. But I'm so happy to have Emily on. And if you want to look back and go back a little bit, we, we talk more about her story growing up and in New York and all that stuff. We talk about that more in episode 40. Can you believe that she's been here almost, it was almost 200 episodes ago or a hundred. What are we at? I don't even remember, but we are introducing more (laughs) conversations with Emily today. And I told her in the beginning, I said, we're going to ask some questions and talk about some things that I have. I have a feeling you weren't expecting, which is exactly how I like it. We like to go everywhere. I wanted to talk about romance and how to keep it spicy in her relationship after having two babies and running a business. I wanted to know about travel. I wanted to know about business. I wanted to know about products and her stories and how she just maintains this lifestyle and how it provides her with so much energy. But Without further ado, I'll get into it in just a second, but I did want to just let you all know we are doing a giveaway. Emily is going to be giving away either one or two gift cards, $100 for each location, especially for online orders. If you don't live in any of these local areas, then you can absolutely order. Go order $100 worth of these Twix bars. I am not kidding you. They are 
absolute crack and they're so beautiful and you don't have to feel any type of crash afterwards or guilt. Not that you should be feeling guilt anyways, but you, you know what I'm saying? You can feel good about the ingredients that you're putting in your body. They are all whole food, plant dominant. And I just love the way she rolls. She's so authentic and happy. And she's just, she, she is exactly who she puts on to be. She's not one of those people that's fake on social media. And then when you get to know her, she's just, you know, she's kind of dull. No, she's so vibrant and full of life. So positive, optimistic, but also realistic as well. Uh, I'm so excited for this. I truly, I, I loved this conversation. We had such a good time. We laughed a lot. And of course, you'll probably hear some tap shoes in the back from Mr. Jack, but that's just, you know, it, it wouldn't be hotter than hell if we didn't have a little Jack in the background. Am I right? But make sure you enter the giveaway. All you have to do is follow Tasty as Fit as well as myself. And let me know on the most recent Hotter Than Health Instagram post what your favorite part of this episode was. And you'll be entered in to win one of the two $100 gift cards. Thank you so much, Emily, for doing this. And again, don't forget, enter to win. Super pumped for this episode. You all will love it. Without further ado, we have Emily Blanchard. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Emily. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. It's always a pleasure. I'm so excited. And I feel like we're matching energy today. So we are. And I really, like I was just telling you, I think it's, I just remember when you started this podcast and like you said, I think I was maybe one of the first people to come on and just to watch you grow this platform has just been incredible. Oh my God. You're so nice. And you're always starting with compliments. I need to have you on more. (laughs) This is great. Uh, And I feel the exact same way about you. I tried to call my sister before we got on because she's always sending me your recipes. I'm like, trust me, I already saw it. And she (laughs) called me. She's like, did you know that they're shipping Snickers now? And love your sister. (laughs) She's amazing. She's amazing. And I know she's going to be bummed that she didn't answer my call before this. I was like, what do you want to know about Emily? (laughs) We'll have to send her some Snickers. We will. We definitely will. That would be amazing. She would cry, uh, either way, but before we get into it, if anyone who's listening, who hasn't listened to, to the hotter than health podcast before go back to, you know, the day one, 2018, maybe when we had you on the first time, I know, uh, 2018, maybe 2000 and early 2019, but take a look. It's just search. It's, your back, name. A <laughs> it's, it's back a few ways. We're like a couple hundred deep now at, or yeah. So We'll get people to, you know, know a little bit about your history from that episode, but we want to hear what's going on in your life right now. So, so Emily, before we get into things, tell us just a elevator pitch of what you have been doing over the past few years, what you've built and where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So in some, in case, you know, this is the first time anyone is hearing about me and tastiest fit. Um, just real short summary. I have two, um, grab and go plant-based stores. One is in Columbia, South Carolina. That's where I am living. And, uh, my family is, and I started that business in 2017. So right before that podcast, and, um, we opened our Greenville store in right during smack down the middle of the pandemic. Um, it's a great time. Um, so in January of 2020, so, you know, basically, um, it's plant-based grab and go. All the recipes are made, um, by me created in my home. And then we kind of translate it to the store, pop it into the fridge. And, um, yeah, you know, every day is just such a learning curve. If anyone has ever started, um, or looking to start a business, I feel like the most 
amazing part about owning your own business is how much you learn on a day-to-day basis, you know, mm-hmm. good and bad. Um, but in that short amount of time as well, I had two babies. Cannot believe I'm saying that. Um, so I have a 19 month old Harper and a five month old Bo. And to say that, um, you know, Harper was a surprise. Bo was a huge surprise. So I got, really? Oh my gosh. We'll get into that. I want to hear more about that. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) my days right now revolve around two little babies and honestly working when I can. (laughs) There you go. You have a really great team. It looks like a good community around you. Good team. I really do. I, I, um, feel like before Harper was born was the first time I was like, okay, I have to learn to delegate because I not good at it. And especially when, you know, I was still trying to build the business and figure out exactly who we were. Um, so I had from getting pregnant with Harper, I had, you know, that good nine month period of being like, okay, if I don't get my shit together, like I'm not going to be able to be the mom I want to be, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So since then my team has been so incredible and they know how much being, you know, a stay at home mom means to me. And so I guess I'm more of like a modern day stay at home mom because I am in and out a good bit, but I spend the majority of the day at home, do a lot of work at night, um, you know, naps, um, Harper's in school part-time and we do have a nanny and that is so incredibly helpful. Um, you know, she helps us with like laundry and all that good stuff. So, well, you, you mentioned the modern day mom. I think that that's so amazing because at the end of the day, it, you don't want to ever lose your independence and your freedoms and the things that make you, you and, and raising a daughter who's seeing their mother building a business is pretty cool. No. And I do have to remind myself that every day, because I don't care how together you have it or how balanced you are. Like you still feel that like mom guilt all the time. Like if Mm -hmm. I, it's just such a mom guilt. I I remember telling my husband Boyd, like, I don't think I'll ever have that. I just know I'm going to be like (laughs) as present as possible when I, you know, Oh my gosh. If I like leave to go work out, I'm like, you know, so you just have, it is a daily, it's something I just swear you just can't even wrap your head around until like the moment happens, but, um, it's just such a daily thing. And I'm so blessed to be able to, I count my blessings every day. I can work, you know, basically all day from home, unless I have a meeting or um, need to be at the store for an hour. And I usually go when they nap. So, um, you know, it just, it's a relearning yourself, you know, your boundaries balance. And I just think truly the most important thing is being present when, you know, you are there. Sure. Not on your phone or not on, um, you know, on the computer or whatever. So, so it, yeah, I mean, every day is a learning, I'm, I'm learning how to be the best. That is my main focus in life is like being the best, best mom I can be. And then second is, you know, being the best boss I can be. So. Sure. And it's one of those things where of course people follow, I follow people on social media who are quote unquote, stay at home moms, but run their own business, but they've set it up in a way where they can work remote. They can do what they need to do and they can find that balance. It just looks different with, with that. There's such a double-edged sword because so much of your business is on social media. So Mm -hmm. much of it is uh, is online. So how are you balancing time on social media? How are you staying pot? You're a really naturally positive and uplifting person, but how am I? Tell me about an actual day. Like, tell me about a day where you're struggling, where you are. I mean, what is that like? Okay. I know some of you ladies out there are with me when I let you know that you are not alone when you are exhausted on the first day of your period. Maybe it's the day before and the first day, but when you get it, there's just something 
that it's your hormones are so high that you are sensitive, you are tired. It feels like the world is asking so much of you and I totally, totally get it. And on these days, I'm a little bit more anxious, but when I'm anxious, but I'm also really tired, I don't want to add coffee. So especially if I hit that midday slump, the last thing I want to reach for is something that's going to amplify my anxiety with a bunch of caffeine. Let me tell you my hack for this time of the month. I've had it today. I've had it yesterday. It's so helpful. It is the Organifi Red Juice Powder. Now, hear me out. I know you've heard me talk about these products, but I haven't really given as much of my energy towards the red juice powder, and I don't know why I have it. I am obsessed with this product. Again, I just had it today. I just finished off a glass of it, (laughs) but it's got high high antioxidants. It's this sweet berry flavor with incredibly low sugar, so you don't have to worry about it spiking your blood sugar like crazy. There's also very little calories, which who really cares, but it's still nice to know. But in this, you will have beetroot extract. You are going to have organic cordyceps mushrooms, different functional mushrooms. You're going to have organic lemon powder, organic ginseng, which is incredible for energy. And you're also going to have things like pomegranate and cranberry and organic uh, blueberry, different mixed berry blends that are, again, super potent in antioxidants. I also just love that Organifi is focused on organic ingredients. I've had many people look over the ingredients. I've had many people who are in this profession, look over the ingredients, and we all agree these products are fantastic. So instead of reaching for the coffee, instead of reaching for something that's going to give you a little more anxiety or just spike you, go for a little more of a natural energy boost. And I tell you this, not just with the flavor, but with the rhodiola, with the cordyceps, with the beets, you are going to feel so much more circulation, so much better for your blood flow, iron levels, so many different things. I'm obsessed with this product. I will have another glass either today or tomorrow because it's just so damn hot in Charleston. And this is so refreshing and clean and beautiful. If you want to try this product along with any of the other products from Organifi, check out Organifi.com backslash HTH for 20% off. You can also subscribe to any of their products, which is what I have done and what I know a couple of my clients have done with the protein powder. You get an additional 15% off. But again, that is Organifi.com slash HTH. You can look at any of my social medias or in the show notes for this episode to get 20% off using the code HTH. Again, you want the red, you want the green, you want the protein, you want it all. Organifi.com code HTH. I was actually having this conversation with Boyd the other day because I do feel like on social media, the hardest thing to do on social media, because it's just not natural is to like pick up your phone when you're like having a really hard day, because typically your really hard day revolves around like zero time for yourself or your, you know, like it's hard to pick up your phone in those moments. And I tried, I tried to be good. And I could be so much better about getting on after the fact and explaining like, Oh, it's a really rough time, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but people don't see as much of that. And I, you cannot find a mom out there. I don't care if they are doing their dream job are, you know, have all the help they need, but home with their babies, you know, away when they want to be home, when they want to be perfect life example. And you cannot find a mom who's not like, does not second guess themselves or is not like, should I be doing this? You know, it's just the way we are because we're so when you, when you have kids, I feel like you want to give them your everything. And before most likely you were probably giving other things, your everything, like, you know, your husband, your work, 
et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it is, you just truly have to refine what works for you and shut off those negative, like just, you know, talking to yourself in a way that's like, should I be doing this? Should I be going to work at all? Should I just be a stay at home mom? You know, all of those things, you just have to find what works for you. I swear. It's just one of those things. You're like relearning how to be you. And you um, just like, can't compare. And there's so much comparison, not compare. And you have to just count your blessings every day. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, I had two postpartum periods really close together. Um, and I am like, you know, I am, I think I am a very just naturally, I, I'm, I don't know if positive is the right word, but I do try to see just like the good and mm-hmm. count my blessings every day. You're an optimist. I, I try, I really try to be. Um, I feel like stress, I just have it like high, le- like I can tolerate high levels of stress. A high threshold. But yeah. But that doesn't mean that like, I I've hit that threshold so many times in these two periods of postpartum. It's just like, I, th- and I think it's probably what gets me the most is, is that, you know, like just wanting to be everything for everyone all the time. Um, and so I'm having to relearn for myself, what that means to me, where my priorities land. And, and I think I'm starting to find a really good balance of you know, am I working less? Absolutely. hundred percent. Am I a hundred percent the boss I need to be to my team? No, but they give me grace for that, you know, and I try to make up for it in other ways. Um, and so, you know, right now, and I'll, I, I say this, my focus is my babies because they are home right now. There will be a day when they're in school all the time. And then I can redevote all that time to yes. work. But right now I just know myself and where, you know, my heart is and it's at home. So I really am home a good bit of the time. Um, and I will answer emails at night. I send emails at night. I always tell my team, like, I'm so sorry. I'm sending you these emails at, you know, midnight, please just disregard until the morning. And they're like, Oh, here she goes again. Um, so, you know, like your third espresso at 10 PM. Yeah. But, to, but to say, I do not have hard days would be such a lie. And you know, it's, you, you have to just find, it's just time for your husband, time for your babies, time for your work. I mean, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Being a mom is really hard. Being a working mom is really hard. Being a stay at home mom is really freaking hard. So it's yeah. just, you got to find, you know, you got to find what works for you. Sure. And I was even talking to a friend, Helen Hall about it, you know, Helen from Blender yes. and, um, and she's pregnant and I'm yes. just so impressed by all of the, the things that everyone's doing, because it, like you just mentioned, it's you have nine months and you're like, okay, let me figure out how I'm yes. going to get this all it kicks you into systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, does. it kicks you into another gear. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I was working all the time for but like then- three, years, I was just working all the time. And I was not, I was not teaching my people how to take things off of me so that I could do other things, you know? And so it, it a baby makes you just reshift and mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. It's really good. It makes you grow as a person. And then it's also thinking about the women that are, maybe they don't, maybe they're a single mom, maybe they're going through this with uh, themselves or, yeah. or if they have all the help in the world, but they are nauseous all day long and you can't move, you get migraines, like anything that goes along with hormones and maybe they're on bed rest. I can't imagine. I think that I, I don't, I will never forget this. I, I said this on, on social media the other day. Um, I was helping out a teen mom charity here raise money to send these moms to camp with their babies, because I have a new, I mean, you know, you always would sympathize with anyone going through a hard time with a newborn, but we, Harper was a really hard baby newborn. Um, Bo is 
total been such a dream, which is very, very refreshing, but Harper for the first like five months of her life, which so I was apparently like this too. So can't really blame the girl, but just so colicky, um, cried all the time, like all the time just was had a bad acid reflux. And I remember looking to Boyd in the middle of the night one time, I think I was like just getting in the shower. It was like 4am. Cause I was just like sobbing, crying. And I was like, but how do people do this by themselves? Like, mm-hmm. this is not the first challenging baby. And she's not even that challenge. You know, it's like, imagine and we have all these resources and we have help. Like I have my family, you know, I don't think we had our nanny at this point, but still we had all the resources in the world, you know, we were doing everything we could to make, you know, her happy, us happy. It's just sure. a challenging time in general. But I remember looking at him and just being like, but how do people do this by themselves? What if you didn't have the financial means to, you know, go to the, you know, see a doctor, have help, sure. at her, be able to run to the grocery store and not have to, you know, it just, it yeah. blew me away. And, and to say, you know, what if your baby had medical problems mm-hmm. and you had zero yeah. help? Perspective and, is everything. Oh my gosh. So anyways, I, th- that is like a life mission of mine is to forever help moms like that. Right. Any mom, any mom, but really moms who just are forced to do things by themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I'm glad you said that it's, it is a newfound passion of mine because that period of like zero to five, six months, it's just, it's, it is so hard. Well, when we, when we do this giveaway, hopefully we have some mamas who are uh, entering and one of the things is food, you know, it's hard to fuel yourself. And a lot of people don't have the knowledge to how to fuel themselves during that time. And they're struggling with breastfeeding or, mm-hmm. you know, they can't get any sleep. So I think stocking their mom's fridges with healthy food that will fuel their days is one of the most important things you can do. So yes, mm-hmm. gift card, let's give it to a great well, mom. <laughs> I want to figure it out. Yes. We'll find one. Um, let's switch gears slightly. I want to talk about postpartum because like you mentioned, you had two babies, not back to back, but close together. And you, <laughs> you're like, I didn't realize how fertile I was. And, so yep. you had two babies. How long had you been married before you got pregnant with Harper? So we had, so we got married in 2017. Okay. I got pregnant in 2019 and had Harper in 2020. When you got pregnant and it was a surprise to you, what were, what were some of the things that you started to integrate into your life as far as not prevention, but as far as your movement, what were you eating? What were some things that you, that you did the first time? And then what were some things you did the second time that you were like during pregnancy pregnancy? during pregnancy? I will say I loved being pregnant the second time after I got over the initial shock (laughs) so much more because I just understood what was going on. Like, um, I think the hardest part about the first pregnancy is that you're just like, what's happening. And you're like, is this normal? Is it okay that my stomach's hurting right now? You know, should I work out? Should I not? I did. I had, I'm in love with my OB and, um, she gave me so much comfort throughout both pregnancies in terms of, I did work out both pregnancies. Um, the first with Harper, I did less core. Um, I was a little nervous to do core. Um, and with Bo, I did, I, you know, I, I never did crunches past a certain point, stuff, twisting the obvious yeah. stuff I to do, but I did continue to plank throughout, you know, you know, more like full core, like exercise, mindful, mindful exercises. I did more through Bo and felt amazing. Um, so, you know, modifying, 
I think the, and I, it's so, it sounds so cliche, but they really do say they don't really, you know, the, the funny thing, you think you get this like handbook and you don't, it, a lot of it is just listen to your body, if it hurts, don't do it. Um, and you really do learn to do that. I feel like the, the further you get into your pregnancy, um, if sure. something ever was like, eh, doesn't feel right. I just stopped. Um, I had yeah. no expectations with working out, except for the fact I knew it made me feel really good and it helped me get through my days. Um, so worked out through both pregnancies. I ate, you know, I feel like people always are shocked when I say this, but I'm not a vegan, um, at all. Like I, 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 I say it all. I mean, I eat probably 90% plant-based don't I zero dairy because it just does not suit me at all. Um, but I will eat like wild salmon if we're like out in, um, you know, traveling and there's like an amazing sushi restaurant. I do enjoy fish every now and then. Um, and so I, I ate that exact same way during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any food aversions or cravings with Harper? And it's funny. I had a lot of the old wives tales, like with girl versus boy, but with Harper, I had severe aversions to like cauliflower. Um, hmm. so random. But you have, but you eat cauliflower all the time. All the time. Like Like one of my main food groups, Uh, cauliflower, anything with like a strong smell with Harper. It it got me. I couldn't do smoothies. That's how my whole team knew. Like they were like, what is she doing? I was eating so random in the first trimester, like just random cold. I wanted like cold, like fruit, Mm -hmm. um, crisp, but not smoothies. I don't know why, um, with Bo zero versions, um, no, no real cravings with him other than Harper had severe sweet cravings. Like at night, like I had to eat a sweet, which is not, abnormal. which, what were you eating? I, like that's had, specific. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I mean like my stuff, like, you know, I would eat, like, I would always make like brownies, like, mm-hmm. but like brownies, um, always would have the not ice cream, like on deck because I had to so have essentially little- like a, a molten lava cake from Chili's, but with tastiest, but okay. hundred yes. percent. No, yes. Hot, cold combos for sure. Um, I remember making like crumbling my Snickers into the not I mean, like we were going full blown, like dessert at night. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then Boyd um, is like, mm, hell yeah. yeah I love oh, what she's oh, <laughs> he reaped the benefits, the, not with the first trimester with Harper. No, we poor guy. We I don't even know what we ate. Um, but with, with Bo, I ate so normal. Those, I felt so normal during Bo's pregnancy. Um, I don't know if it was because it was like, I got pregnant five months postpartum. So right now Bo is five months. I'd be like me getting pregnant. You got pregnant five months postpartum. Someone here. Yes. They literally cleared you to have sex. And then you were like, bing, (laughs) were you, were you on birth control? I always say it's a miracle baby because I don't even remember. What? I, I was so in shock. I was like, there's just no way. There's no so way. were you, were you ever on birth control? Oh, I, I was on birth control, but got off. I, I think I got off of it before I got married to, to Boyd. So we just like, you know, we're we, playing it safe kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and with Bo, no, I wasn't, I was, I was still breastfeeding, but like I'd started to supplement at five months and they say like, you know, they do, but I, I, don't take listen that, to that. Take that when with a grain of salt. Yes, yeah. When you're breastfeeding, you still can get pregnant, even though mm-hmm. people say, you can. I think you can. Um, and I was, you know, I was still breastfeeding. I was just had started to supplement, got pregnant. But had you, had you gotten your period back already? 
Okay. So that's the thing that I think it is. It's, it's, if you are breastfeeding, your body typically won't have a period. I don't yeah. think. And, and it then was the second I started supplementing, which is crazy. Our bodies, I'm telling you, they know. Oh they my know. God. Our bodies are so incredible. That whole process just blows you away the whole time. Yeah. So I started supplementing my OB actually told me that she was like, your body will know when you're not producing as much milk. So even if you are breast feeding and you're not, you know, fully like it knows when you start to supplement, which is it's crazy. like time to attract a mate. I am in heat again. Yes. Okay. I mean, literally crazy. So yeah, that was the shock of a lifetime. Um, <laughs> I cried for days because I Thank was you for like, saying that because oh, you're like, I'm so oh, tired. Oh. And like I said, Harper was no walk in the park. So I was just like, but we're already not, you know, now I think it's, Scott is so amazing because, you know, now looking back, I'm like, that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because a Bo is just truly an angel from, he looks like a sweet, oh my gosh. when I say he is sweet, he is just mama's boy. Just, Oh my God. I could talk about him. I could talk about him all day. So it was, I wouldn't change a day and ounce of anything. Um, but at the time I was just so tired. I had just like gone, started to like be back at work and like, you know, feel some sort of normalcy. So there was just a lot going on at that time. And I was like, you had like five, five minutes of feeling like, Oh, I'm feeling myself again. Let's, let's like get romantic. I mean, we went to Atlanta for my birthday and like, it was the first like fun weekend I think I'd had since Harper. And we, I came home and like two days later, I was like, I feel Boyd thinks it's so funny. He's like, how do you know? Like, I just, you just know, you just know. I I think I had to be like four days that it would read on a pregnancy test. And I was like, that is wild. He was like, what? There's literally no way. And I was like, oh, I know, but I am. Took a test. was positive. We were both like, huh? Okay. Time to meditate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I have a question about that. The not about that specifically, um, because we are going to get into some romantic things, but I still want to talk about babies and bodies and childbirth. I know that. And so often it's, of course, it's about the baby. You're growing the baby. The the whole focus is on the baby, but we also like it's vaginas, it's stomachs, it's boobs, it's muscles, it's diastasis recti, it's uh, aversions, it's everything, hair loss, blah, 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 acne. Um, amazing. Women are amazing and resilient. I just had on one of my best friend's Taylor, who I work with, and she had a really, really tough birth, physically a tough birth experience. And like, she was crowning for an hour because the doctor had to go emergency, do something else. And so it was a bad situation. Anyways, you gotta, you gotta talk to this girl, but she, um, so everyone has these different, Hey pup, everyone has these different experiences with their physical childbirth. Uh, is there any specific story that you have as far as physical childbirth that you wish you had been able to apprehend a little bit more? Like, were you feeling any pressure from doctors to get anything? Were you feeling like, Oh my God, I had no idea that my, like that I would plead or that right. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that's graphic, but like oh, in not, unreal no, life, <laughs> me. um, you know, I, I feel like this is just my personality. I have like a tendency to, in like stressful situations, just like be really calm and like, take it for what it is. Like I try really, I hate putting like expectations on myself, like with anything, sure. If, if this is the way it's going to go, this is the way it's going to go. And I have no control, you know? So I really tried to have that mentality and during labor. And I, 
I know this might sound like annoying, but like, I really had two of the best births, um, labor wise. What would you consider the best births? Like what, what makes you say that? I, so I, you know, with Harper, it was actually pretty cool. My water broke on her due date, which everyone's like, you know, I feel like not many people's water break anymore. It's just kind of like they start dilating or they're getting induced or, or they're like, did it break? You can't really see that was, that was one of the things I had no, no one told me about. So when my water broke, it was like, Oh, you knew like in the movies. (laughs) Oh, in the movies and did not stop until I got to like, got had her. So it was like, I was like, no one tells you this is not just like a little trickle, like Uh, leaking everywhere. Okay. Oh my gosh. Like, gushing. So everyone would listen to this and be like, Oh, awesome. Um, so it was like 2am on her due date, which was really crazy. And my water broke and we went to the hospital. Um, and you know, it was just one, it was the coolest experience. You're like I sneezed and she came out. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, it, you know, I did, I did get an epidural. Um, mm-hmm. like, you know, I went back and forth on that, but I let my body get to a point where I was like, you know, now is the time to get it. Sure. They actually with Harper, they're like, if you don't get it now, then it's just not going to take. So I did get it. And honestly, it was the best thing for me because I could like, I was able to, yeah. And I had an amazing anesthesiologist and, um, I was able to still like, I was not out of control. I I Mm -hmm. like to control, you can't tell. Um, and so I, you know, I was numb, but like, I couldn't, I wasn't like my legs weren't like flopping everywhere. So got it, got I it. felt super present and able to like take it in. Um, which I was, love really that. Great. yeah, That's it was, great. it was so wonderful. And Bo, um, my water didn't break, but I was like six centimeters dilated when we went to the hospital Nice. and he was just a dream from the get go. So it were, I, I really, I, like I, I know them. third baby. Yeah, I know third baby. You know, if we're blessed with a third baby could be totally different and, and I'd be singing a different tune, but you know, I don't know. There's something about bringing a child into the world. That's just insane. It's like the world stops for those that day. And that mm-hmm. the two days, you know, when you're just, it's you and your husband in the hospital with your baby. Um, and it's just, Aww. to me, it was like the most magical thing. I love that. And so then, you know, like I said, with Harper, very challenging first weeks, um, so hard. So, sure. you know, I got, I got that dose of reality real quick once we got home. Um, and then were Bo- you able to like walk right afterwards? Did you have a pretty quick go of it as far as were you, your body's undergoing trauma? I, you, I think, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor, so take this with a grain of salt, but I think moving my body throughout all both pregnancies doing, continuing to do what I was doing. Um, I think that really helped with endurance through labor. I think it helps you like be able to muscle, you know, muscle focus basically mm-hmm. when you are, when like you are isometrics. Body, yeah. And you like know your body, you know, that the hardest part with an epidural is like knowing how to push when you're like numb. So I think, you know, mind basically just like mind over matter. You're just like yeah. focusing on where would I push if I was trying to, you know, squeeze this muscle and stuff like that. So sure. I think that really helped me a lot. Um, cool. I, with both Harper and Bo, I, didn't tear or anything like that. So I was, you didn't able- tear at all. Didn't Were you like Chris going down there or did you do anything? No, I <laughs> you didn't. Just didn't. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I was just kind of like, uh, I, I, I heard about the whole like perennial massage and stuff like that. Didn't do any of that. You know what? <laughs> if that's not a testament to eat the way 
you know, I really, and I, it, it could have nothing to do with that, but I just think it, it's, yeah. it does. And it, you know, breathe, you know, it's all, it all matters, you know, breathing, it's, being able to push through it. Yeah. And, all and some people don't tear and some, and it's totally and, and normal. With Harper, if you do think, it. with Harper, I think I got like two stitches and, um, but with both, but I also had them so close together and they said, they're like, your body's going to know what to do. Um, sure. So I think how, that really helped me. How old is Bo right now? So he's five months. So they're like 14 and a half months apart. Okay. So you have like what, two and a half weeks before you're pregnant again, and then you're good to go. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, this time is very dangerous. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't come near me. Yeah, truly, truly. <laughs> like we will make out a bunch. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it G just for the next month. Uh, but either way, whatever happens, happens. Um, Cause I can tell you that. Right. And, um, okay. So the next like, thing you want to come help. <laughs> I'm like, sweetie, you know what? I will send you yeah. all, all of my prayers. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to, I think we would, I have so many questions for you that I almost think that it would be beneficial to have a part two for this at another point, but yeah. we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, but I wanted to, ask you a couple of questions about relationship and love. And it, yeah. of course we only see through social media, but everything looks yeah. to be very balanced and happy and easy. So yeah. how did you and Boyd meet? Yeah, we do need a part two. This is like the longest, story. <laughs> um, but I always feel like I can't cut the story short because it is a great story. That's okay. okay. So we're both from Columbia, but he grew up in Charleston. I grew up in Greenville. My dad actually coached his older brother in like T-ball. So we have like home videos of us like being like one, like running around or two, I guess like running around the baseball field, which is really funny. Um, so our families knew each other. I'll just put it that way. And then um, I was 18 going on a trip to Argentina with all my best friends and our moms. It was like our senior trip. One of my best friends is Argentinian. Um, her family had like an apartment there. Um, Boyd and his best friends, and all their dads every year. And they still do this. They go to Argentina together. Um, and so we, uh, you know, 18 in the airport going on this trip, it was like a group of happened to be the same day. It was a group of, uh, you know, eight, five, 18 year old girls, five, 18 year old boys. Passport um, to Paris. Perfect. <laughs> so funny. We're in the Atlanta airport then, you know, where my, de- my mom's, I think his dad saw my mom and, you know, like I said, we are both in Columbia together. So he was like, her name's angel. He was like, angel. It's, I remember this. So I was like, I haven't seen you in like 20 years. Oh my gosh. So crazy. We're in the airport, you know, at the same time, like, let me, sh- let me introduce you to my boys. Um, so we did. And he was, his dad was talking to me and was like, come here. I want you to marry my son. Like totally teasing. And he's like, I want you to be my son. I think you're going to marry my son. And I was like, you know, it was uh, like funny where I was like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm Emily, you know, blah, blah. Well, little did I know those boys changed their trip. Cause they were going to the countryside of Argentina. They changed their trip to come hang out with us. Like, they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to be in Buenos Aires for a night too. And he told me like <laughs> later that they weren't, they were like changing their ticket to do it. So we all hung out, um, MBA for a night and had, we definitely had like a little fling, like, you know, we were definitely flirty with each other, but then I didn't see him for five years. Cause I went to Georgia. He went to Carolina. This was like the summer before, our, before college. So, um, then, so, you know, it was so funny cause he went to Carolina. So I would come back all the time. A, a lot of my best friends went here. I remember hanging out with his like older brother. I just never saw him ever. Um, so 
that was fate. Probably we definitely, did I was not. about to say, you don't need to see anyone. With no, 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 no. We did not need to be in college. That's for da- or we did not need a date in college. That's for sure. So uh-huh. it's a blessing, but, um, I moved to New York right after college. I'm there about a year and a half. I'm doing some, you know, broadcast stuff, um, and training actually, which was just amazing. And I remember, so I was about to interview, I was in broadcast school and I was um, about to interview this girl. She was the face of Under Armour and she had texted me five minutes before I left my apartment. I was like, Hey, do you mind if we switch locations? I'm running late at this photo shoot. Um, can you, I, this is a coffee shop. I always go to, let's do it here. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm, I haven't left yet. So easy. So I, you know, put the address in, I go to this coffee shop. Um, and as I'm leaving the interview, someone taps me on the shoulder and it's Boyd and he's, and the interview happened to be right below his apartment. And he had just moved in like five days before. And he's like, I'm he was like taking boxes out. Um, and he was like, Oh my gosh, like I knew you lived here, but I didn't have your number and like blah, blah. And, um, anyway, then we started dating like five days later. <laughs> it's so but, serendipitous how that happens. No, it I, was, it, yeah. it was, it was crazy. I mean, it is the, it is so crazy to even think back on, um, but it made me always feel so great in our relationship. Like I know that that happened for a reason, you know? Sure. Sure. I love that. And I think that's really romantic. It's one of those, you know, you, you always, everything comes full circle. Yeah, It's crazy. And it's nice to have that backing of knowing that his family knows your family and like, you know, this is a good guy. Oh my gosh. And like, you know, two people from Columbia and New York just ran, you know, it was just, and he's like, to, he's like a tradition. He, he looks yeah. like a traditional Southern guy. Yeah. No he, pictures. Uh, he, he isn't, he isn't. No, he's got, he's got a lot of big, he's, he like traveled for like six months on his own. He, he's definitely not like your typical, like, I don't know, Southern guy, but he's got a lot of Southern roots. If that makes sense. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what yeah. it is, no, but especially does. in New York, I feel like that would stand yeah. out. Right. And I, I think I was always looking for that in New York and, you know, like it was just kind of like, eh. you know, I feel like when you grow up here, you just, you know, you just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heard about a Southern guy. <laughs> and how did you know that it was time to, cause you know, you were enjoying New York. Did you always know that was temporary or were you like, I got to follow my heart and you went to, Oh, that was hard. To- yeah. Um, so I, I was, I was, you know, I feel like a lot of people will go for like two years and come home and whatnot. And I was like on year four and a half, I was going on five when I did leave. Um, and I was like, you know, I, after that two year mark, I was like, no, I think I want to stay. Like, I don't, I never wanted to like raise kids there. Um, but I really wanted, I, I loved it. I still love it. I go back every chance I can. Um, I feel like New York is just one of those places that just breeds opportunity and it's just so energizing. And I love a city like that, you know, to walk out and just see, feel the opportunity is just like a very rare thing. Um, so no, I wanted to stay. I was like loving everything I was doing. Um, but I did fall in love with Boyd and he left about a year before I left. Um, and we got engaged and, you know, as I, when we got engaged and my family's all here, I'm such a family person. Um, so you know, as much as my heart was there too, I knew like deep down, I was like, I know this is where I want to raise my kids and, you know, close to home, close to my parents, close to my siblings. Um, I was doing a lot of back and forth anyway. So it was so hard to leave because it was like closing a chapter, but you know, I feel like I brought so much of that here, was able Mm -hmm. to start a 
a, ba- a business that I adore, um, because of everything I learned there. So, yeah, you know, I love that it, it was, it was the best chapter. And I think that it's also, there's a difference between feeling it in your gut that this is wrong or feeling it in your gut that this is oh, hard. This is hard. Uh huh. Absolutely. And, it, yeah. and I, I know full, I was ready to move on from that chapter. Um, it's chaos. I mean, it's a lot of you're hustling and you're, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot, mm-hmm. Love it, but it's a lot. And I was ready, you know, I feel like, you know, when you're ready for that next chapter of marriage, if you ever are ready for that, you know, some people aren't, which I totally get it's, you know, it's a it totally changed shift of, of life. Um, but I was personally ready for that. So it was an, it was made it easier to leave, but we go back all the time. It's like our place, which is like so special. Good. That is so good. And, um, what would you, what advice, <clears throat> excuse me, what advice would you give to a set of, let's say, newlyweds or a couple that's been together for a couple of years, but are considering having children, what would you say? Hey, do this first before you have kids. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) let me start here. We went to, um, first of all, just, you know, living together is like, um, we had never lived together. Obviously I was, you know, we were back and forth a lot in New York, but I, we had separate apartments. Um, but when we moved here, I moved to Greenville while until our wedding. And then I moved in to our house in Columbia. Um, and I feel like that whole thing, we, we got a dog, which I think is like, honestly, one of the best things you can do to like, because you just start to learn to like co-share responsibilities and like who, where are your weaknesses in raising anything? And where my weaknesses in raising anything and strengths, you know? So I think having a dog first, I always say is like the best, because you get a little bit of like the no sleep for like, you know, two weeks, three weeks, of course, um, you know, like that, those kind of things, see where you thrive and see where you need to like lift each other up. Um, we did that. And we also, we did, um, there's this like couples Bible study here that a good family friend runs. And that for us, um, is both important to both of us. And, and that helped us a ton in the first year of marriage. I think that first year of marriage, it's a hard one. Even though you're still in the honeymoon phase, you're, you're just like really figuring out you're like becoming an adult, I guess. I think that's the reason. I think that's the reason why it's so fun the first year, because it like the parts have to be, there have to be really fun parts because the other parts are really hard. Hard. If you didn't, if you didn't have the fun parts, then Yes. And you, and you, and you start to realize what people mean by like marriage is work. I mean, we're, we just, um, celebrated our fifth year anniversary. So like, two, congratulations. he runs a business. I run a, you know, it's, it is work. You have to work at it. And like, you have to be selfless in it. Um, I'm not saying be selfless in a way that you like disrespect yourself, but you have to be selfless in a way that's like, I, I could give this to him because you know, like my love runs that deep and not be mm-hmm. resentful about it. Um, I feel like yeah. that he, you know, I feel like it's like a love and respect dynamic. And, um, that's just how we kind of op- operate our marriage off of. And by no way, shape or form, are we per- perfect? Have we had, you know, times where we were not working at it as we should have hell. Yeah. We have two little babies, you know, but he is an incredible man and, and he puts his family first always. And, you know, for that, I'll have forever respect for. I love that. And I think that having a mutual respect is it's not only a way to keep 
to keep positivity in the relationship and that foundation. But it's also, I think that's a way to keep romance alive, that if you respect your person, then what you, what you see them doing, you notice their work. And I think that that's really attractive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and you know, women at their core crave love. And I don't mean like, and, and with love comes respect, you know, and all of those things and men to their core crave respect. It's, it's, it's a funny dynamic, but if you get that, like it's, it makes it work really well. So that's really good advice. That is really good advice. And now I want to pivot one more time. Okay. So we're going to ask one more question and then we're going to go into a rapid fire. Ooh. Okay. Tell me your day-to-day right now. So what is your morning routine and night routine plus your favorite meals that you've been having? Okay. So day-to-day meaning more routine days. Like what's your, what's your daily routine? Like, okay. So, um, let's see in the morning. So we just kind of got over Bo waking up a hundred times in the middle of the night. So he's like just now starting to sleep through the night, which is, so I'm going to give you an ideal day of like, if he sleeps through the night, uh, cause if I'm giving him a bottle at like 4 AM, then I'm most likely not waking up at 5 AM. You know what yeah, I mean? Fair. I'm like trying to like sleep as much as I can. But so right now babies typically will get up between like seven and seven 30. So I try right now, I'm still kind of doing most of my workouts after I drop Harper off from school. So in that morning chunk of time, I'm trying to, you know, um, I'll wake up, wash my face. I don't use a cleanser in the morning. I do my skincare routine, which mostly is do no bare face by Jordan Harper. Yes. I use a lot. I've been going to her for since. Okay. I've sent her so many messages. You got to tell her that I've been blowing her up and (laughs) I will because they just get lost. Everybody blows her up because she's She's just amazing. She's amazing. Um, truly amazing. And like now with, you know, anyway, yeah. So use most of her skincare products minus like a vitamin C I get from SkinCeuticals because I love it. I use theirs Um, too. It's nice. Love it. It's the best. Um, so I try to do that and I have, I've been doing these like green, I've put it on Instagram, but it's like a green drink with lemon. I do it every morning because it makes me feel so good. Um, before I have coffee, before the babies wake up, it's just kind of like my me time. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so I usually, and I try to do, and this is an ideal day. I try to do some sort of like devotional reading, positive, like center myself for the, you know, crazy day ahead. Cause once those babies wake up, it is like, I'm telling you, if you came to my house between like six 30 and eight, you're like, I'm going to just step out now. Cause it's like things you, happening. You can't just, even help because there's no, so a lot happening and Harper is going to school part-time. So Tuesday and Thursday, you know, by time our nanny will get here between depending on like what the day is eight, and nine. And then we'll, um, I'll take Harper to school and get her ready, get her lunch, get her breakfast. She's like a, on a raspberry kick now. So her breakfast is just like raspberries, oatmeal, or she loves eggs. So we'll do that too. Sometimes, um, get her ready. Her bow will stay with our nanny and then I'll take Harper to school. I'll typically do a workout, pop into the store for like, you know, an hour to an hour and a half. She is only in school from nine to 12. So then I'll go get that goes by real quick. So then I'll go grab her from school, bring her home, do lunch with her. What um, are you doing for lunch for her, for you and for me? So, so for me, when we, I usually am at the store pre going to pick her up and I, you know, this I'm a huge smoothie girl. And so like 99% of the time, a smoothie is my first meal of the day. A, I don't have to think about it. It's at tastiest fit. I can throw in whatever I want. 
with it. And, you know, I make mine massive and just kind of eat that. I try to not scarf it down. I try to eat it slowly. And, um, what give us your favorite smoothie right now? Oh man. If I'm really tired, I do the rise and grind. It's got some uh, cold brew in there and I'll pulse in some strawberries and, um, I, you know what, um, something I haven't, I don't think I've shared yet is I have been trying to do since okay, we're talking about all the postpartum stuff, like, you know, hair loss and whatnot. Um, I would add collagen in it. And I, I have really been enjoying that too. I've been doing vital proteins. I don't know. You might like a, another brand better, mm-hmm. but, um, I honestly have noticed a difference there too. So been trying to do Nutrafol, you know, send us some product. Yes. Nutrafol. <laughs> like I was telling uh, you this before I've been taking a hair supplement supplement called Nutrafol and y'all, it really truly has helped. I would not just say that it really has helped me. So you can probably put links up, um, after, but, but yeah, so make, I always add in like hemp seeds, chia seeds, whatever I loaded into that smoothie. Um, cause I, two babies, you just don't have much time to like go make anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm, and I'm also like nighttime is like, I feel like where I eat the most, which, you know, I'm sure some people do the opposite, but always been the way my body operates. I grew up an athlete. I, I always had this, like, uh, it was hard for me to like go run for an hour and a half on the soccer field. If I'd eaten like a massive lunch, so I'd always forever have just kept it like pretty small during the day and then load up at night. It's just the way my body I'm is the same way. Are you? Yeah. It's just so funny. I, I it, it's totally because of sports and the way I grew up. Um, and I remember getting home from soccer at like eight and then my body would be, I would just be so hungry, ready for like actual massive meal. Um, yeah. So not to say that my, my smoothies are very calorie dense. I mean, they big, sure. in. um, so, and then, um, you know, usually about four to five, I'll have like these crackers I'm obsessed with. They're called Sammy's. I sell them at the store obsessed with them. Okay. They were like, they were my pregnancy craving. Um, and I'll do that hummus, veggies, hummus, stuff like that while I'm like playing with the kids. Um, and then I make a really big dinner. So it's kind of like the day. And then at night I'm still doing you know, my ritual multivitamin and I'll take Nutrafol. Um, mm-hmm. and I take an extra vitamin D supplement as well. Okay. That's what I was curious about is your supplement right now and yeah. because you are, you, yeah. And you're like plant dominant, dominant. So you very plant need- dominant. Yes. Sure. I'm very plant dominant. Like I said, occasionally I'll do fish. Um, but in Columbia, sometimes it's hard to find really good quality fish. So I don't <laughs> do it that much here. You come it's to Charleston. Not- Exactly. If now, if I was in Charleston, I might be singing a different tune, but you just, you know, sometimes if I see like wild caught, you know, I'll, I'll snag it, but it's just not that often here. Um, sure, sure. So, so yeah, I love that. And then do you have time for a 90 second rapid fire? Yeah, go. Okay, great. We're starting here. What is your favorite treat that nobody would expect? Doesn't God. have to be healthy. Right. Okay. It's brownies and ice cream. Brownies. Okay, brownies and ice cream. Yeah. If you were a cocktail or drink, what would you be? Oh, a hundred percent a margarita, but like fresh squeezed. Give me a little spice in there. 100%. Okay. Salt yeah. on the rim or no? Yes. Okay. Full marg. Summer cookout. What are you bringing? Probably a really big salad. Cause no one ever does. And that's what I want. What? Ki- well, what kind of salad? Okay. Well, like I honestly, this one I posted last night, it had like charred corn, radishes, cauliflower, shredded romaine, pistachios up in there, farro. It was incredible. And I literally was like, you need to take this to a summer barbecue. Okay. Noted. Noted. I'm, I'm assigned salad duty for a party I'm going to tonight. That's perfect. (laughs) What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my biggest pet peeve is probably when people are condescending. 
Ooh, that's a really good one. If you could give yourself your 25 year old self advice, what would you do? What would you say? Mm. Just, I'm, I, I always say just to stay, know yourself so well that you never have a problem staying confident. Ooh, love that. And what was the best advice you've ever been given? Um, for business to pivot anything. Yeah. Well for business, it's to pivot, um, to know when to pivot in your business. That has always helped me a ton. Um, and in life, I feel like my dad just always uh, is a love first kind of man. And that's just how I try to live my life. (laughs) I love that so much. And then end on a light one. What is your favorite date night idea? My favorite date night idea these days, since we're not going too far is a night out of the house, um, sitting like somewhere. We always go to this place called Taza. They have like a really cool porch. Um, I want like, I want really good drinks and really good food and like maybe doing like a hop from like going to one bar, having a great drink and then going to eat dinner. You know, you got to really utilize your time with a babysitter. So these days now, if you were to ask me, I'm I'm like traveling, we'll talk about a different story, but (laughs) Right now, just get out of the house, (laughs) dress up, (laughs) get out of the house, wash your hair, you know, all the things. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for all of your time. This has been really fun and we will have to do a part two with you just to get even more juice out of you. You're just such a, you're just so fun and you bring such a levity. I just love it. Oh, that's very kind. I feel like I'm so boring these days, but that's okay. We're Girl, here for <laughs> absolutely not. The, the best thing about people, the best thing about you is that it doesn't matter if your day is quote unquote boring. It is, it, you still bring light and air wow. and fun That's to it. Great. You're a great, you're great at your job. Thank you. I was just waiting for more compliments, but <laughs> I will talk to you later and we will be doing a giveaway for a $100 yeah. gift card. All you need to do is follow tasty as fit on Instagram and hotter than health and leave a review on iTunes. It's the little purple podcast app button on your iPhone, leave a review and we will select from there and you'll win a hundred dollar gift card to tasty as fit. No review. Love it. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you. Bye thank you so much for listening i know you all absolutely loved that episode with emily remember if you want to go check out her initial episode with us you can check out episode 40 and just see how far we've come but thank you for listening and don't forget to enter into the giveaway to win a 100 gift card from emily all you have to do is go on to hotter than health podcast on instagram let us know your favorite part of this episode on my most recent post. Let us know. You'll be entered in to win. Easy peasy. Get your Twix bars. Have a great day, you know? All right. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you are listening and let us know. How do you like the podcast? Leave us a review. It means the world and helps so, so much. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of your week and we will talk to you next Thursday. Thank you.